Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Look at the big brains on Brad. Luca Nation episode 628 of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. The best sports card podcast in the world. Featuring the best co-host in the world, Mr. Cage Lawyer. And the best slob in the world, Mr. Coach Goldberg. Are you going to lean into that slob? Are you going to lean into you know, you know, lean, I, I into the slob thing? I live for it. All right. Well, listen, we're Tigers. I wore a hoodie three so days in a row, Vegas. and I worked out every single day. You were kind of a slob. You were kind of a slob. But you know what's funny? Have so, you... one – I got Siegfried, Roy, and, and Cage here. I'm a, I'm a full-on Tiger right now. I'm in Vegas. This is, like, appropriate for Vegas. I can't wear this in New York. So, that's what's funny. Number two, I got here. I didn't really sleep too well last night, and I got the sun in my eyes on the plane. You know, no matter how many times I try to put the thing down, the sun's still coming in. I can't sleep. I get here. It's a little <laughs> smoky. I just walked around, little bright lights and whatnot. My eye, can you, I don't know if you can see, my eyes are red. They're like bloodshot. Red. They're it's not looking so good. It happens all the time. I, They're not, not to me. Most, well, you're drinking warm Coke. So, so talk to me about this. You get there. Yeah. You have an hour to pass. You go do God's work. You walk through an empty hall with all the vendors. <laughs> yeah, know. just, you know, it's cool. And you're like, let me go hit the slots. Out of all the things you could do, you hit the slots. Well, and you cash I, out. I spoke to you, and um, I said I'll be ready. I'll be back in the room at five o'clock. And um, you know, I gave myself like twenty minutes to walk back to the hotel room from the the location. And I guess it took me longer to walk there than back because on the way there, I didn't know where the hell I was going. So I was looking at signs. I was kind of like you know trying to pay attention and walking a little slower. On the way back, I just, you know, I knew where I was going. So it only took me about 10 minutes. So when I got to the elevator, I'm like, oh, it's 450. Let me throw 100 bucks into this first slot that's right here. Some sevens, diamonds, wheel of fortune type thing. I don't even know what the hell it is. You know, I got 10 minutes to kill. Andrew's not going to be ready. You weren't ready. I had more time. I could have won more money. Um, <laughs> and I put in, uh, I put in, um, you know, so I put in, I think I put in 200 bucks. A hundred first, and that was gone in like two seconds. I put a second hundred, and I was down to like you know my last spin. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. This will be it. I won't gamble. I won't gamble anymore because I'm not gonna have any time. You know, I'm not a gambler. I'm not a huge gambler. I'm, you know, so so I put the the money. I get down my last spin. I win like twenty or thirty. You get the little things. They keep it going. Little spins here and there, and the whole deal. And then I'm I'm playing. I I won I won like like four hundred bucks on one spin. I'm like, all right, should I just take this? I'm up two hundred dollars. Should I leave? I don't like leaving on a win. It's like leaving the last pack, you know, without seeing if there's mojo on it, right? And the very next spin, it had like a bunch of sevens and like double sevens and stuff. And I'm like, it just keeps paying. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And like one line paid 40, another line paid like 100 and one line, which was like a seven and a double and a double paid like a thousand bucks. So I, I, my 200 bucks, I cashed it out. I got like $1,401. I got a little card. They don't give you money. That would have been a lot of coins to carry. You know, tick, 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 you know, I'm old. You used to remember slot machines. You actually got paid in coins. Filthy. My grandma used to have the bucket. Yeah, the bucket. You know, you walk around with the bucket. Um, now I have a, a – I probably lost it already. I, I Actually, I don't know where it is. But I took it. I came upstairs. So I don't want to be late. And I'm like, all right, let me uh, – I'm going to go find this thing. I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. But I did find out why you – 
I'm going to post this. I'm going to post this. I did find out. Check out that artwork behind me. I'm pretty nice. Right? I did find out why you didn't come. Um, you know, I, I know we're Are claiming. Are you walking around Vegas like a, in that, with that shirt on? Fuck yeah, that I whole am. Time? This is you. Gotcha. This is me. I got, I'm a tiger. Rawr. This is you. So I found out why Andrew's not coming, guys. Check this out. See what that says? This hotel uses advanced smoking detection sensors that monitor for and specifically detect marijuana smoke. A $500 fee will be added to your room if detected. So now I know why Andrew didn't come. They're on to him, folks. They're on to him. No weed smoking in the room. $500 fine. Do not pass go. Do not collect. It's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. <laughs> like, just, worth just every... charge me. Just charge me. You know what's crazy? The psychopaths that build hotels don't let you open windows. Because psychopaths who visit hotels go out those windows. Dude, if you're if you want to kill yourself, it's not the hotel's responsibility to avoid that from happening. And if only that was the way the world worked. So, Mint Collective, it was pretty cool walking around. I got to give some credit to Marino, Ezra, the Collectible Crew, Jason. Um, you know, Alex putting out a crazy amount of uh, a content, you know, leading up to it. So Chris Hodge popped him on the live with, uh, with Christina. They asked me if we were live. I said no. Um, I told them next time we'll do it in the metaverse. They didn't think that was funny. Uh, saw Prism God. Saw Rip Pack Slabs after I was done with the, with the stuff. They didn't have the right badge, so I helped them carry some of their stuff in. And uh, I'm trying to think what the heck else. Yeah, man. I mean, it's fun. It. If nothing else, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm sure I'm going to be tired as hell. But I'm sure it'll be great. It's cool to see this. I mean, this is sports cards. And it's a major thing in Vegas with a lot of people and a lot of money and a big setup. And it's a draw, which is cool, man. You know, that sports cards, the hobby we talk about, the hobby that we get to cover is a draw. Um, I like it. You got to have a show in Vegas. You got to have a show in Vegas. It just makes sense. Well, what's cool about it, and as you guys get to see more content and hear more people talking about it over the weekend, it is when we did the shows after the national. Do you remember what we were talking about? Like there should be a Breeders' Row. There should be no, but but like bringing the show into the next century. You know, having like you know things people want to hear talked about. uh, You know, better setups, setups that let you know whose booth you're at. You know, every one of the booths has a sign right behind it. You know, uniform, put by Mint Collective. You don't have to bring your own sign. Like, that's who you're talking to. Here it is, you know, so you know who it is. Oh, these are those guys. Like, that's a cool little thing. You know what I mean? It, you know, you should have that. And the setups are just, they're, 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 they're pretty sweet, man. It's, um, it's a pretty wide open space. And, you know, it's more this century than last, which is kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. It's nice. It's another step in the next direction, you know? In the right direction, huh? Well, the okay, next direction. Um... I don't know if it's right. But it's the next. Maybe maybe someone will see this and take it forward even more, and do even additional stuff after this. So is there cool. anything you want to talk about? Okay, so we talked about mint. Had a you know a little banter. What do I want to talk about? I will give I'll give these guys a little quick story, right? Cool. So I get on the plane today. Uh, I'm supposed to leave at like eight twenty five um, a.m. out of JFK. Get on a plane. I sit down and. A woman sits down next to me on the plane and says she has anxiety flying. I said, all right, well, you know, don't worry about it. It's fine. I've flown a bunch of times. You'll be fine. Everything's great, you know. Um, this is our opening line? 
Yeah, she just sits down. She says, "I just want to let you know I have anxiety when I fly." I said, "Okay, well, you know, I mean, put on a movie, you know, grab some peanuts, tell the flight attendant, <laughs> you know, you need a bis- biscotti or Paper whatever bag. it is, you know." So, yeah, she was definitely hyperventilating. <laughs> but it got even more fun because about three minutes after she sat down, one of the flight attendants approaches the person in the row behind me and says, "You're going to hate this." Says, "Uh." Can you just put your mask up on the plane? You got to wear a mask. It's got to be covering your whole face. Got to be covering your nose and your mouth. And he kind of like you know shrugged her off. And she asked a second time, and he kind of shrugged her off again. So she left, and she came back to make sure that he was doing it. And he didn't have it like you know fully covering his mouth. It was like you know kind of like down a little bit. And she goes, "I've asked you three times now to put your mask all the way up." And he says, "No, you didn't. Now you're lying." Now. She had only asked twice at that point in time. This, this could have been construed as a third time, but now it became a battle between this guy, not about whether he's wearing his mask, about whether or not she had asked him three times and that she was now lying to the whole plane about how many times. He was not a, a lawyer, lawyer. But, but it was his birthday, if you believe him, and he was ready to go to Vegas and have some fun, but he, he did not want to put a mask on. So she left, and a gentleman from the flight crew came over and said, listen, I just spoke to the pilot everything's fine. We want to get you to Vegas. We understand it's your birthday. I just need you to say yes, that you are willing to wear your mask and you plan to keep your mask on during the flight. Can you just say yes? And he said, I already answered that. He goes, okay, <laughs> I, un- I understand. Um, okay, I, I just need to hear it now myself. So I'm going to ask you, will you wear your mask for the duration of the flight, covering your whole face. And he said, I already answered it. Like, he wouldn't just say the word yes. I'm cringing here because it's like, remember we we talked about Calvin Ridley? Like, give your lawyer something to work with? You know, I want to be like, dude, just say yes, and then run around the plane screaming with no mask on when we're in the air. You know, like, what are you doing? You know, just play the game. But in his sort of defense, the fact that me, eight feet away or so, heard all this, is also a problem. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the, the flight attendants were almost like putting him on blast. You know, they're embarrassing him, which you don't need to really do. So anyway, long story short, too late for that, but i like you guys to share in my fun. Um, the flight attendant took him off. says, you got to get him off. Got to get him off the plane. He's got to get off the he's plane. He's going to be a problem. He says, no, I'm not getting off the plane. And they're like, we're going to get the police. They're going to be escorted off. Day. If yeah. you just leave now, Delta, Delta will, will book you on another flight later today. But if you have to have the police fly, get you, you can't fly. And with this, the woman next to me is <laughs> gets up and runs to the front of the plane. She's hurling all over the place. Right? Oh, oh my god! Another flight attendant comes, sits down next to this guy, and basically like calms him down. And I think explains to him that. He's on the brink of being on a no-fly list for the rest of his life. That he should just leave the plane <laughs> and deal with it from the airport. Get on the next one. He's probably here already. He's probably They've here. Already. him a million landlines. Yeah, They're I mean, like, you here, know, like, yes. How many times, right? And he came back in to get his bag and didn't have a mask on. <laughs> and then the flight attendant came and took the woman's bag, sitting next to me from under her seat, and just never came back. So the fat guy here had two seats. This is all in your row? Yeah, this is no. the, the, the woman next to me and the row behind me. 
The guy was in the row behind me, and the woman next to me is the one yakking. Did you turn around and watch him, or you're facing forward hearing this as they talk about it behind you? It was like it was he was one one row behind me and one seat over, so I could see the whole thing. I could see the entire thing. So it was uh, it was definitely. Uh, I mean, like we we didn't leave. We we left like 25 minutes late because of it. And that's you know, it was, it was, that could be like a, no, that no, could be like a no, that, ordeal. That could, yeah, that could have been. It could have been much worse. And you know, we got up and we got up in the air, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to go. And I, you know, I posted a story of my uh, my soda getting its own seat. <laughs> it was great. Dude, what if that happened on the flight and she threw up on you? Oh, oh my God, that's happened. <laughs> that's happened to me on a plane. I had somebody puke in the seat in front of me, and it went all over the floor. My bag was underneath. Oh, it was just and it splashed. Oh, just everywhere, everywhere. And, and you said, dude, you know how I've flown a lot recently in the last yeah. year during COVID, Mexico, all that stuff. Your yeah. eyes are killing you. I get some visine, get some red eyes. You can eye tell, visine, right? Dude. They really hurt. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a smoke here or, or what's going on. Hey, dude, my eyes really hurt. You can see. Smoke. It, they, I mean, you're rubbing them. I can't see your eye color, but you're uh, rubbing yeah, they them. Definitely, um, they definitely hurt. I've flown a lot. But, but dude, the flight attendants are in a tough spot because they have all of these rules that they have to follow. And it's already kind of like a situation that's volatile, a bunch of people in a metal tube flying through the air, which is honestly crazy enough in itself. It's not the time to make like a virtue signal statement. And you know yeah. how I feel about masks, Cage. I haven't yes. had a single issue. Just do what they ask you to do, man. It's not – they're not in a great position either. And, dude, we flew, we flew uh, to Mexico with the family. In the, once you get up, you know, they start giving out drinks and all that stuff. They don't care. Right. They just have rules to follow when you have to take off. And it's like, dude, they don't care anymore. They understand that the, that it hasn't been an easy situation for people. Most of the flight attendants don't. And, yeah, I just – no need to give them a hard time. Their lives are difficult in and of itself during this whole COVID thing. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. Uh, you think this is going to go well? Imagine you get to stay on the plane. You think your Diet Coke is not going to be all shook up and splaying over? You, you know, you're signing up for a bad six hours after that. You know, you're not getting any pretzels. And this is—I'm yeah. someone who you know how I felt. That lady was running outside in Mexico with a mask, which I thought was slightly weird. Crazy. Woosa, woosa. But yeah. So anyway, that was—that's how my day started. All right. Dude, I got to tell you, man, I, I don't know if this is the hobby in general. Maybe just a loud few minority or, or I don't know. Maybe you're bored. You know, you, you you give me a good piece of rice. You're like, Andrew, maybe <laughs> you just gamble on bets because you're bored. And it's kind of true. Like when you have nothing to do, you kind of do dumb That's shit. It. You want some excitement. A break in Vegas with models is on brand for Vegas. Okay, but, but before you go too far down the slob line, all right? Those Dude, this breakers, is someone who's never been to a strip club. Those who's never been to a strip club, the models, I've never been the breakers. That's never. not the point. The, the point is, listen, it's 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 optics for the hobby, right? It's optics, and those breakers have they have women breakers. So think about the it. Models aren't slaves. Think, They're think choosing to do this to make money. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, they I, can I, leave. And I, and I get that. And if you want to go down the argument road, right, where you know UFC is a big sponsor of the show here, and UFC has ring girls, and they're paid to go into the ring and tell people what what round it is, wearing a bathing suit. I get. I understand all that. What I'm saying is, your brand is your brand. You are your brand. 
whether it's right, wrong, indifferent, whether you have a problem with it, whether it's on brand it's, with it's Vegas. It's very on brand. It's in very on brand. Then that has to be what their brand is. The people who Who's broke that? last night, the breakers, the breakers who did, was it Leighton, right? Leighton and Blaze were the breakers. I think Leighton was the breaker. They're the ones that had the models, right? Then now their brand is Vegas style models, scantily clad women. That's that's now that's their brand. That's not now a they brand. had their to come out. They're, they're entertainers. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna come down on a different side of this than you, you because can. you're allowed. There's a we there's a different this, and for the audience, there's benefit of having discussion on both sides. There's a different there's a different way of doing it, right? Because there's a different way. What's the what's the what's the positive of it? Tell me, you have no problem. What's what's, the, what is the gain? What is the gain from having that there during a break of cards? Uh, retention of audience on the live. So what are you giving for retention of audience? Like what's Not the correct. downside? No, no, what's the downside? What in order to get something, you have to give something, right? So they now know that they are going down a path for audience retention, for views, for hits, for more likes correct. or whatever it is of show. the male audience. They are going it's to ninety-nine percent of the hobby. But they're okay, but listen. Just not, not because, that's time out. That's not an opinion. That is a fact. That's true. Seven point three percent of the hobby you, is male. I don't. You I wish don't it have to. Well, you say you wish it would be more female, and then you come out and say that you don't have an issue with this, and that is the problem, and that's why it won't be more female, and you can't reconcile those two because, because Blaze and Layton. You froze for a second. Let's give me break. Women don't want to enter the hobby. They're not the hobby. No, They're just two the guys women, doing business. The, the, the women who are are not gonna are not gonna like that. They're not gonna feel like this is something they want to be a part of. They're not gonna want to bring other ones in because here they are breaking and making content and being the women of the hobby, starting their own businesses, and they're saying to themselves, "Okay, this is what the men in the hobby think the women in the hobby should be doing." That's how they're gonna read it. So and that's 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 wrong. It shouldn't be so, like that. So tell me if this is a fair argument or this is slob. Shoot, man, and shoot. You could be a slob. Breaks, you're, you're a little slob. Do all of their breaks without shirts on. Yes. That's is also that a representation of all males and what the I think it's different, wants? man. You know, they or is that if, their if, brand? If, no, so if they themselves want to objectify themselves by showing their belly buttons, that's fine. But what? But by bringing a model in a bathing suit as part of what you're paying someone to do, as part of what your brand is putting out there, that's very different than if latent breakers themselves were out there with their belly button showing. That's different. It's a completely different story. What you need to do for a second, and and you know, listen, because ninety-seven percent of the hobby is ninety-seven percent of the hobby. I, I get. I'll probably be on the minority on this, and that's fine. I'm willing to stay on, out on the ledge here. Put yourself in the position of some of the women in the hobby that you know, some of the people who have worked their butts off in this hobby. You know, people like Mama's Breaks, people like Black Jaded Wolf, people like Alec Jaimo, right? People who are who are trying to you know build a name for themselves, build a business for this, doing what they do. Right. And 
now you have this thing and and keep in mind it wasn't just a break on a friday night it was the the most massive event if you believe you know the the promotion of it a million dollar break right of flawless with basically everybody paying attention everybody tuning in sold out in two seconds and what 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 the people who put that on chose to do was they chose to involve women but not involve women as breakers not involve women as um you know people who were going to you know talk about the cards that got hit like the pokemon break it's like oh look the bulbasaur it's worth one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. you know they you know they didn't have jess the breaker from bleaker do it they didn't have you know like they have women breakers that work for them they didn't do it that way they decided that to to, to involve a woman in the hobby is to hire someone to stand there in a bathing suit. And and again, see, they're saying I'm, I'm, your role is not to break, even though there are women breakers, your role is to stand over there and look pretty. I'm not saying that was, so uh, it's tough to get into someone's brain. I, I can't, I can't, I don't know the men's re, I don't know the guilty intent over here. I can't get into the brain of Leighton and Blaise. Uh, but if I could, I'm sure that wasn't the intention. I'm sure the intention, like you said, is, Entertainment, sure. retention of eyeballs, understanding, you know, what the makeup of the hobby is. But what you need like to UFC, do and what they need to do. between rings, a girl I just said that. Across. Dude, you don't listen when I talk. Either I that or it's broken. Yeah. So I just talked about the ring girls. I said, I said yeah, yes. Okay. But do me a favor. Close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes for a second. And put yourself in the shoes of one of the women in the hobby. And when they see that, what do they think? Don't put yourself in the 97%. Okay? Put yourself in the 3%. And think when, when you when you when you tune in, no, when you tune into that, right? What do you think? You know, you're Christina's PC who just basically helped put this whole conference on here. Probably did a better job than any of the 97% of men out there could do, right? You know, you're Alec Jaimo who's hosting the whole damn thing, right? You know, Black Jaded Wolf, I saw her when I was in there walking around live, setting up with a whole team of people that she's basically deploying to do different things throughout the weekend, right? The first thing they see in this big break answer? is, yes, please, put, put yourself in those shoes. So I can never put myself into other women's, like 100%, but I'm trying to. I don't feel that what one woman does has That's a not the point. Okay. That's not what okay. the women did. What the women did was fine. It's what the, it's what the breakers did. It's what the men in the hobby did. Right? I would it's, like for next year to be women breakers. I think that that should be an initiative. And I'm fine with I that. I think they should do that. I'm fine with that. And if they did a, if they did this again, I'm sure they're not going to do it. I don't it. think Blaze and Leighton are a representation of the hobby. They're two guys, two businesses trying to make money and they put on the show. If you want a different show, bring on different breakers. You could bring on I'm vintage breaks. He would do things way differently. I understand that. But, but they have to understand the blowback. That is going to be caused. No, I mean, no one's saying they broke the law, right? No one's saying that the ninety-seven percent that you are a part of are going to have an issue with it, right? And and maybe maybe they did have better retention. Maybe people did stay tuned in because it was a boring ass break. Maybe people, you know, maybe maybe it was a draw. I, I honestly don't know, but you you trade something for that, right? You may get more viewers, but you are going to get some blowback. You are going to get some, you know, some people talking about it. And we're not going to solve this here. We're definitely not. But if we really are 
telling truths, when we talk about expanding the hobby and having women in the hobby and, you know, making sure that they have a role in the hobby, that was not the way to do it in my eyes. I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I didn't say anybody broke any laws. And, and, you know, if the goal was to get more people watching, I'm sure it was accomplished. But isn't the, the real solution to that to get Mama's Breaks, to get Black Jaded Wolf, to get uh, Just for Bleaker, to have the, that reach where next year or at the next event, they do that break? And I think no one would complain about that at all. I think we all want that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be that far. Like I said, I'm pretty and sure. I think, that and I think it would be hilarious, honestly, if they took Blez and his brother and they were shirtless. On so we're taking now, that not we're be taking funny? To the, no we're taking it to the next step which is which is humor of it which is great and yes i think that if we could all kind of you know come back to a point of positivity and not want to beat each other up about it and just okay it's, it's a learning experience entertainment. I, I get it dude but it, you know it's, it's not big money life it's business but it's but it's people's livelihood now. You know, over the last couple of years, people have come into this, and this is their livelihood, right? And and you know, it's I understand where you're coming from, but I also understand how somebody would find that objectionable. And yes, I I do hope that in the very near future, the breaks are you know they are a little more representative of you know of, of everyone in the hobby. Like I said, I'm pretty sure those guys have women who break for them. Um, and that would have been an interesting offset. If you know what I mean? Like your carbon neutral stuff. You know, you can go ahead and destroy the environment as long as you buy your carbon credits. So. Hey, I out, said maybe. that. You did. I'm giving We're you credit for it. carbon neutral. I'm giving you credit for it. So, yeah. I mean, listen, that's, that's fun stuff. I'm trying to think what, I mean, I'm hoping it's a hobby, like a drama-free hobby weekend. I'm hoping, you know, there's no no fisticuffs. You know, I'm hoping everybody kumbaya. I hope these red eyes go away. They don't hurt as much now. I Must be looking at you. More fisticuffs. I think there should be a, a, like a three-round three, three round type of UFC fight. I mean, listen, I will tell you, that would be fun. If they somehow finagled, hey. like, we could get in we could get in the cage. Like, that would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Right? That would be interesting. So I, I got to tell you, we're recording this at like five something. I'm supposed to be speaking in, a, in an hour or two. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So that should be fun. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> can, you, can you let people know on your secret? You never know oh, what you're talking about. That's true. This is true. That's but, what but makes here's it fun, the thing. man. It's funny, man. It's cool that people start taking our clips and kind of, you know, maybe take them out of context or in context or whatever. But, but I'll tell you, a blessing of doing an episode every single day for 625 days is we sort of have a track record of who we are, what we stand for. And honestly, like I'm proud. Like I, I am proud of what we've built. I'm proud of our community and I'm proud of our team because we do our best. And of course it's not hundred percent of the time, but we do our best and we have the intention of leaving others better than we got them. Whether that's, you know, using our, our relationships and, you know, someone who's in Canada, they struggle uh, getting their cards back from a company. We say, because of customs and all that, we say, send them to our PO box. We'll help you out. We'll send it to Canada. Little thing. Took very little effort. Shout out to you, Cage, for helping. Uh, but, like, you, you did the bulk of that. I just put the label. But it like, was just a heavy box. It was a heavy we, box. We, we, 16 we, pounds. <laughs> it was a heavy box. Well, like, 
you know, seeing that, you know, HGA might not be holding up their end of the bargain in December and leaving money on the table, going with another company and trying to get you guys, okay, we'll take a pay cut, but let's get more free submissions for our community. So I'm proud of what we built and I really am proud of uh, kind of what our community is about. Uh, we're going to make tons of mistakes as we keep growing, as there's more attention on us, uh, as there's more eyeballs on us. I know your anchor numbers are record numbers, but YouTube, we've done better than we've ever done before on YouTube. Uh, and shout out you guys got to watch this one on YouTube. Check out, my, check out my shirt. You got to watch it on YouTube. I, I am basically a tiger, folks. I'm the tiger king over here. Tiger cage. Um, listen, what I'll take from what you just said is, guys, We've done this a million times, and you know the two of us combined are nearly eighty years of of life on Earth here. Um, <laughs> it's true, right? When you combine our age, we're we're nearly been here nearly eighty years, right? So, but but especially in the hobby, between the two of us, we almost have forty two years of uh, collecting experience. Well, so but 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 listen to where we're going, right? It's it's we're still learning something every day. We learn in the hobby. We learn in this content thing, and you know, I don't think we—I don't think we really ever intend to be slobbingly. Slobbingly, I don't ever think you intend to be a slob. I mean, you do wear that hoodie a lot, which is cool, but I mean, I don't think it—you know—the intent is never to come on here six hundred and something times every single day and come out and go after someone. I mean, if it is, you'll know, um, and probably they'll deserve it, but know bear with us we're feeling our way through this stuff still almost two years into the game just like you are but i will tell you the benefit of doing this every day we just got to have an interesting conversation and and some would probably say an uncomfortable conversation right a conversation that a lot of people wouldn't want to talk about right this is one where someone's going to be right someone's going to be wrong no matter what i probably upset someone there and you probably upset someone there we're probably going to get comments like you know, what's wrong with Cage? You know, why, why is he being an idiot about this? Why is he being a fuddy-duddy? You know, and we're probably going to get comments like, Andrew doesn't understand, you know, he, I can't believe how insensitive he's being. We still want to talk about it because clearly it's an issue that the hobby is facing. It's something you guys are all talking about. Um, and I, I hope you guys are entertained by it. I hope you guys find some value in it. If nothing else, just realize, you know, it's something we're talking about too, and we can talk about and continue that conversation with you. Um, and we did not prep for this. I got on a plane, I walked around live, and got back to the hotel room, had a warm Coke Zero, and said, "Andrew, let's do an episode." I didn't know he was going to bring sure. that up, but I probably should. It's, it's what we do all the time. And it's funny with like the V Friends cards. It's really funny because we record everything. We were most of the comments that we get about those cards. We were those guys a year ago in May. Literally, like I urge you guys to go back and listen to the episodes when Friends was releasing. Like I don't know, like I feel very kindred spirits with our, with our audience because we felt that way too. We're trying to understand. Yeah, I remember when they were released in May of last year, and I said, "Ah, oh, this is ridiculous. Art by a third grader. Who the hell would buy this? It's a cash grab. You name it, the whole deal." Um, you know, I was really on a roll that week. I was saying the same thing about the board apes. Uh, it probably cost all of you a lot of money, <laughs> including me. So, but you would learn, right? Like, and I think that's the blessing because you don't you don't want to make the mistakes again, and you could learn a lot making your own mistakes. But imagine if you don't have to make the mistake because someone else you you know made that mistake. Doesn't that set you up to be more successful? Doesn't yeah. that kind of a, 
avoid pitfalls. That's such a I, I would I wish I had that. Being the oldest child in the family, think of even that. If I go that route, you guys know out there the oldest child in the family, you have to step on in all the holes so the younger siblings can like skip over them. You know, so hundred percent. Me drinking in high school, my parents were furious. My sister, they encouraged because they see it's not that big a deal. Like, oh, you want to have a party? Come on over. Let's have some fun. So funny. Well, listen, guys, I don't have a play for you today. I don't know if Andrew does. I mean, I can make one up, but I plan to, you know, <laughs> call my call my kids now and then jump over to the Mint Collective. Um, you know, we're you know, I apologize. Normally, we have more to talk to you about, but we got a nice little topic there. But you know, I spent six, six hours change on a plane today. Um, so, so guys. Here's what we're going to do. We're also going to have two new, maybe not new, but two different segments that we're going to start introducing for you guys. Uh, we'll try to do them regularly. We're working on it. If you're on YouTube and you're a subscriber, we're going to have like the wall post. Uh, and one is we're going to bring back the weekly Q&A episode, Coffee with Cage. We're going to do that nice. more often. Uh, and we're going to try to roll back uh, Would You Rather. I don't know if that's going to be a weekly yeah, that's thing, awesome. bi-weekly. Uh, so submit your topics for who you would want who do you want to see on that, right? Like a would you rather comparison. What's cool about that is you get to compare the player performance, but also the card prices. Because I think that's the difficult thing in sports cards is okay, you compare Trey versus Luca or Job ja versus Luca. You perf- compare them as players and their potential, but you also have to understand their card prices, values, and which cards to buy and the set. So I like uh, we're gonna do would you rather and the weekly QA episode. And Coffee with Cage, what I'm most excited about, we've already had two people mint Tigers, Tiger NFTs, with coffee in the cage. So you guys, you know the two of you who are out there, you're coming on the show. We're going we're gonna to schedule with you. We'll get you on the show. You get to ask a question right there live on the show. So find a couple. There's, I, think there's, I think there's 50 of those total in, in the print run there or 20-something. But we've only had two of them minted, so... That could get interesting. That could get fun. And one more thing I'll tell you guys. There are going to be a bunch of freebies. I already got a bag. Uh, I opened up a Panini giveaway. That Every signature has like a white sparkle Panini uh, UFC card. I got a Nate Diaz white sparkle. You know, pretty rare. I think those are like out of 20. Everything I get, we're going to be giving away. Maybe I'll come on later tonight after, you know, a presentation. Maybe I'll be smoking a cigar. I'll go live. I'll do a giveaway. Um, we'll, I'll mail them all out next week. I got some artwork. I got. Oh, I didn't even look in the tops bag. Like I'll give away the damn bag. But whatever I get, whatever gets handed out here, we want to share with you guys who are not here, uh, make you feel like you know you're able to be part of what what it is we're doing. So um, I did see I got a Nate Diaz white sparkle, which is a really cool UFC card. So that's going to somebody. Um, so kind of stay tuned on the weekend. I got a lot of messages. Hey, you know, walk around the show when it's set up, do a live like Andrew did for us at the national. That was awesome. I said, I will do it. No problem. Make those requests guys. Seriously. Because I mean, I won't do as good of a job as Andrew did. Cause he really did. I felt like I was there. I, I was, I was like, I was like, God damn it. I want to get on a plane a day earlier. Um, but, but I, you know, make your request. You want to see something? Shake and bake. No Diablo. You're in, in front of the camera guy. I just do this really because I got nothing else to do. I'd be gambling all day. If you were here, I would give you the 1400 bucks that I just won and say, go ahead. Just don't lose more than Idiot. that. I would just give it to you. I would lose it and then I would go and tilt and lose my own shit. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would take all your money. I would say, here you go. You want this $1,400 for free? If you lose it, fine. If you win it, great. 
that will be the deal. That way you don't lose any I have such a calmness about me when I don't gamble. It's, it's really incredible. I mean, there you go. Doesn't really take much. I watched a terrible movie. I watched that The Saints of Newark movie, you know, The Sopranos prequel. I watched that on the plane. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. I didn't watch any previews of it. Like I was, I was excited. I was a Sopranos fan. I thought it was gonna be about Tony Soprano. It had nothing to do with him. Why didn't you watch Creating Anne? What? No, Inventing Anna. Inventing Not Creating Anna. Anne. And I did watch that. And it's amazing. You should watch it. It's all oh. about faking it. I watched every episode. It's all about faking it until you make it, man. You're gonna love it. Slob. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a funny word. I read that. I was dying. I mean, I give them, I give them some credit. I get you know the people who make some some of the content that's out there is just, it's funny stuff, man. I mean, you Mid- might midgets, have fun. Midgets firing midgets. Oh my god, this just funny. It's just funny stuff. I read it to my wife. She was dying laughing. She's like, "That's just a funny word. Slob's a funny word. It's just funny. I don't. I mean, she calls me a slob, so that's I think that's why she likes it. She's right. I, I am a slob, too, dude. And I think one of the best things about friendships or haters, I kind of think of them the same sometimes. <laughs> Is don't point out your weaknesses. Don't point out yeah. your flaws in a lot of ways. Like you, we always talk about. Well, we'll wrap with this. How like our generation, you know, maybe our issue is that we all think we're so special. You know, your generation, you graduated college, you didn't get a chance to think. You know, what do I want to be in this life? Where will I? No. Maybe I'll go to Bali and find myself. You were like, I'm gonna go to work because I'm debt and no one's paying for anything. Since September of. 2001 so we're over 20 years i've never been out of work ever and i take a vacation for a week never more than that and when i switch jobs i leave a job on a friday and i start the next one the following monday 20 years i have paid debts man i took a lot of loans to pay for this education and it's paying off now finally i'm in vegas at the (laughs) mint collective cage lawyer (laughs) What do you think of this? I'd have built a million dollar collection. I'm, I'm gonna give you my. I'm gonna give you my it's, my intro. I may I may be asked off of this tomorrow. So tomorrow, Mint Collective has asked me to MC a DraftKings, I believe, Paul Pierce giveaway. So people, you're gonna be putting their true. names in. So he's gonna be autographing. I think basketballs, maybe like one of ones on stage, like you know, signing them. So I I I I, I this is what I plan on saying when I get out there. I plan on saying, guys. I was going to say no to this. I'm a New Yorker. This dude, Paul Pierce, the truth, he's from Boston. And New York and Boston, you know, it's like it, 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 we don't mix. But Oil and vinegar. I was told that after I do this MC thing, I could go out on the town in Vegas with Paul Pierce after hours. And we all know how he does the town. So I said, <laughs> sign me up. Let's go. Going out to the club with Paul Pierce. What do you think? You think they're going to let me do that? Do you, you think I'm going to get thrown off the stage? And Paul Pierce I see my why you're so beloved by even our haters. That's the amazing <laughs> thing. Even the people that don't like our show love you. It's, it's an incredible quality. Yeah. Well, listen, you, I, I may try it. I may see if I can get away with that. <laughs> Let's see what happens. This will be great content. Paul Pierce kicking my ass on stage. <laughs> All right. Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, 
tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.